Chapter Sixteen of Just Stories, the kind that never grow old, by Winfred Hurst, S.T.S. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. That first communion badge. Oh, mother, how I would like to die now! How fervently they were uttered these words of the countess's devout son. They came from a heart that was yearning in a new, strange way for everlasting union with God in heaven where Clement had just received his first Holy Communion. "'But, my boy, you would not leave me all alone on earth, would you?' asked the Countess. Clement was her only child, and his father had died some years before. "'No, no, mother,' answered the boy quickly. "'I could not be happy away from you. I would take you along, mother dear.' Then the mother told the happy, angelic lad of the holy will of God, told him that perhaps it was his lot to live long years told him of trials and temptations that would surely come. But, she added, always remember this happiest day of your life. Remember your promises of fidelity to Jesus. Keep your first communion badge as a reminder of your innocence and your longing for heaven now. Keep it, dear boy, as a constant witness of your words to me this day. I could not be happy away from you. Years passed. Clement grew up to youth and manhood. Under his mother's prayerful influence, he imitated the divine model of whom it is said, he advanced in wisdom and in grace before God and man. He often nourished his soul on the bread of the strong. Then his mother died, just the holy, peaceful death which saintly mothers do die. And her last words to him were, Keep your first communion badge. Oh, my boy, God keep you as you are now. Remember the words you spoke to me on your happiest day. I could not be happy away from you. Again years passed by. Clement sat in a little room in a Paris home. He toyed a glittering revolver. I'll put an end to it all, he muttered. I can endure the misery of this earthly existence no longer. Alas, after his mother's death, Clement had drifted into the city, into evil comradeship, into dissipation and vice. Forgetful of the admonition of his mother, of the days of his innocence and of the promises of his first communion day, he had gone on from bad to worse, until now, disgusted with the emptiness of it all, he was planning to take his life, to commit the frightful crime of suicide. He looked about for a pen from which to write a note of explanation to his friends, but could find none. In his search he pulled out a number of drawers. There, in the corner of one of them, was a little box. Mechanically he opened it. Then he started back. It was his first communion badge, which he had placed there years before. A flood of thoughts overwhelmed him. In a moment his whole past life rose up before him. The heavenly joy of his first communion, his words to his mother, his years of innocence and piety, his mother's death, her last words to him, his career of sin, his weariness of life. He gazed at the blue steel of the fatal thing in his hand, then at the first communion badge, the white badge of innocence and purity, and her parting words rang in his heart. Keep it, dear boy, as a constant witness of your words to me this day. I could not be happy away from you. My God, he cried, flinging the deadly weapon from him and falling upon his knees with a sob. My God, what was I about to do? I was about to hurl myself into perdition, away from you and her forever. 
Oh, mother, mother, I would not like to die now. And as he hastened away to church and confession, there swelled in his grateful heart the ever-recurring refrain of his first communion day. I could not be happy away from you. End of chapter 16